Welcome to another edition of Philly Sportscast with your host Derek, Dave, and E-Money. What's going on, boys? Eagles lose. Again. Flyers winning? Sometimes. Uh, Sometimes. they are not at home. Exactly. And, and I believe they got their latest victory with a Nidamaki goal. Yes. The Wild. Uh, against the Wild. That was a wild, wild game. Wild You're wild. wild game. Um, what else? Sixers. We can't forget about them. Got a new GM. Got rid of the King. Billy King is gone. Better or for worse. The team has got serious problems, maybe beyond its general manager. We'll get to that a little bit later. And what else? One more thing. Phillies coming back from Nashville. Singing the blues. Hoo, hoo, hoo. I got the blues. Good week for us. Good week for Phillies fans. All right, let's begin with the birds. Against the Seahawks at home. AJ Feely for INTs. Ooh. What do you guys think? It's a shame because, you know, that really was a must win. It, it was, was. It was a total must win. Uh, Brian Westbrook almost pulled a miracle out of his ass. It would have been great if he scored because then we wouldn't have had to give it to anybody else on the team. I figure if it, if it I think if somebody wrote in the paper, first base Bugs Bunny, second base Bugs <laughs> Bunny, let them be, play yeah. every position and maybe you'll win a few games. So the, that's nice. That's what sucked watching the game. Me and D-Man were watching it together. And when we looked up, we're like, is that Westbrook returning the punt? And he's just running through. And we're like, holy shit, this is it. They're, Unbelievable. You know, they're pulling out all stops. Going all go, – oh, yeah, I'm to speak to you about that real quick, Dave. Before we go off on it, what was with your brother scheduling a kid's birthday party I went, on a Sunday at, at 2, two o'clock? Yeah, between so, 2 and 4. So you got to watch the first quarter, and then you had to go home, and you had to go to the birthday party at a bowling alley that had no HD television in sight. They had rabbit ears. But Evan, that's, that's the kind of reception we were getting. It was horrible. Evan came over for a little bit of the Sunday night game, and the way I explained it to him is you don't combine parties. You have an Eagles party, and then you have the kids' party some other time. I think it all had to do with Donna, the wife. I think she planned it. Well, wise better understand. Well, I, don't, what I, I really don't understand that either. It boggles my mind. I mean, if he is a true Eagles fan, does he want to watch the game? But what, what happened with that? If he doesn't have a choice, I can understand. Understand his frustration, but still, he's got to lay down the law. I really thought we were leaving because to me, it was it's not like a young kids' party where you have to stay there. That's what I asked Derek. It's a party where you drop the kids off and leave, right? No, there was a lot of young, young kids there, yeah, but not our kids. Our kids were mine, Sophia's old, young, Patty was there. Oh, you mean the guy we could have taken off now that. Wouldn't be a bad idea, and that's when I. Well, that sounds like a really good party. Soon, See ya, honey. Well, that's well, no, that's <clears throat> Sam would understood if I said, "Hey, listen, we're going to watch the game." Right. I'll see you at four thirty. But as soon as I got there, but Danny Boy couldn't leave. No, no, that's his fault. I don't care. Yeah, I agree. Oh, well, you know, okay, well, back yeah. to the Eagles. But what you don't combine parties, people. No. You do not combine parties. Pick a bye week. Pick a Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. Yeah. He doesn't know what day his birthday's on until, unless you tell him. Hey, you know when his birthday was. When? Monday. Oh, my gosh. Don't get me started. Yeah. So, okay. But it was nice, though, because he was buying his beers. Yes, it was. It was. <laughs> so I, I can't complain too much. No, but you can complain about the game. Yeah, it was horrible watching it on that TV. Feely threw that to last touchdown, and you just looked at we looked at each other, and we were just like, well, what do you expect? The guy is not. That's why he's a backup that's quarterback. That's why he's a backup yeah, quarterback. He always will be. Yeah. Journeyman. Always will be. And he just—he's not. You don't throw four interceptions to li- to linebackers. Yeah, you don't throw three to Tatapui for to one particular person. That means something is going mm. on. You're not looking somebody off. Something's going. He didn't down. check at all. He said, "I'm throwing up the middle this time." He did. There was no checking off. It was like I'm looking at him and I'm throwing it. It was like college football. There's obviously some kind of fundamental flaw there. So you got Donovan McNabb this week. I mean, what are you excited about? About the birds? About yeah, about the birds. Nothing really. Yeah, I mean. Season's it's, over. Season's over. Mathematically, saying, right? Well, no, 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 not mathematically. They can in. go they went eight, out. eight or whatever. Well, here's, oh, here's, here's, the, here's what I've seen in the, um, in the NFC. There's two wild card teams, right? Okay. And the Giants are definitely going to be one of them. Well, I don't know about that. Well, hang on. Hang on. The Giants literally have to – if they lose out, they're not in. And that's a possibility. It's certainly a possibility, but but we can safely assume the Giants are going to be one of them. Just for argument's okay. sake, go with me on that one. Do you think, Imani, do you agree? It's possible. It's possible. It's possible the Redskins could be a wild card, too. Well, that would be the other wild card. That's what I'm trying to tell you. All right, move on. I'm sorry. I'll let you go that. <laughs> that's cool. I'm reading your mind. 
It's all good. You got all those other teams fighting for that second wild card spot because pretty much the Giants are in. They're not going to lose out. My my opinion, but I think it's pretty safe assumption. So you have Eagles. E money says the Redskins. Um, The Lions. Well, you just said the Eagles. It's just as comical. Minnesota Vikings. You know what I mean? Can you give me a second, Ev? I'm just trying to. You don't have to talk over me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, you knocked at me. You know what I mean? You gave a little chuckle there. What did you say? He said you said the Eagles. And what did Evan say? That's, That's what, what I said. No, you were making fun of you're his making fun of me the about Redskins. the Redskins. Oh, because I said the Eagles. Okay, you have. Well, I'm just trying to list all the teams. Have. I'm put the Eagles first because they're always first in my heart. Eagles, unfortunately. Washington, as Evan said. Minnesota, Detroit. Anybody from the West? No. I don't oh, think Arizona. Think. It's possible. Is Arizona? Yeah, I guess they 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 have to be better than the Eagles right now. Right. So you have all I those was, teams about, fighting for one wild card spot. Who's coming from the South? Is it just Tampa Bay? No one else is down there. Tampa Bay's leading the uh, the South. I don't think so. I don't. I don't think Carolina's in position to right. to make a run. What about the Saints? No, Saints are probably the same boat as the Birds right now. Yeah, same boat as the Birds. So what I'm trying to say is, you have a lot of all those teams right now that are six and six. Well, the NFC really stinks. The NFC really stinks, and you have a lot of teams that are roughly the same team. And they got to get fight for one playoff spot, which pretty much is not going to be available. Well, one spot will be available, but it won't be available to the Philadelphia Eagles, that's for sure. They got a heck of a schedule coming up. Still have to play the Giants again, right? Still Giants have to play this Dallas weekend, again. Dallas next weekend. Woo! Saints, and then the Bills. Party is going to be hard to come by in this town, that's for sure. We're not going to play taps yet, but because they're not mathematically done. We never wait mathematically. No, we never do, but uh, we should have last year, and we didn't. So let's, we'll give them a little bit of respect that they uh, We've been calling it for like five weeks now. Exactly. I know it. I know it. It's okay. That's I'm expecting them to actually win this weekend. I really think they can pull it out. I think it's going to be a totally different game than the last time they played. Right on. And, I mean, what did they lose by last time when Justice played? Was it seven or something? It wasn't. It probably wasn't even seven. Yeah, but the the, uh, the score didn't dictate the, the game at all. I mean, they were getting killed. Whole game. They were getting killed offensively, but their defense right. was holding them in. Okay, well, I think it's going to be a different game. Trey Thomas is, or whatever he goes by, William Thomas. or Yeah, I don't know what it is anymore. I'd still call him Trey. But he's back. He's going to be playing. McNabb's playing. What's Woo-hoo. he doing? So, exactly. so anything can happen. And the defense is playing a lot better. Even though they're letting up 30 points a game, they're playing well. I mean, when you know Seattle's starting three of their drives inside the 30, yeah, it's tough stopping anybody. Totally agree with you. It's um, when you throw four interceptions, you're not going to win any games. Yeah, that's a fact, Jack. Ask Eli for sure; he knows all about that. But you got the Giants coming in, and they're looking to pretty much seal the deal. All right, that's it. If, 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 if you can pressure Eli, you know what happens when well, when he true. gets pre- you know it's it's all over. He's all over the place, that's and he gets all true. frustrated, and then the team gets frustrated around him because he doesn't know how to hold a team together. So, it's, that's the key to the game, I think. Just really get to them. Dude, that's the problem. I mean, the Eagles are not causing turnovers. They're no, they're not. Last no. in the league. I think they have like 13 or whatever. They should have had a couple last week. Gaithier dropped one. Spikes dropped one. You could say the ball's not bouncing their way, but they got to change it up. This is, has to be the week. They have to win this week. They have to win. And I'll be the first to predict that they're not going to win. Oh, see, I'm predicting they'll win this week. And Imani? I don't think they're going to win this week. No, I don't think so either. I'm going to predict they're going to lose the game 24-10, to 10, Dave. I'm saying 31-27, Birds. 31-27, Birds, you money? 28-21, the Giants. Giants, you man. 31-27? Yeah. Wow. It's a lot of points. It's going to be a lot. Lincoln That's... Financial Field's going to be a little chilly out. Is uh, Jacobs playing this weekend or definitely not? Is it Drones? I don't, I'm not sure yeah, if Jacobs, Jacobs is playing. Jacobs is playing. Okay. I think he's back. Uh, Derek Ward is definitely out. He's yeah, I know Ward's out again. That's, I wasn't sure if Drones is starting, if Jacobs is coming back. I don't think Drones is starting. I think Jacobs is back and Drones will be. You know, the birds are going to be turning over the ball. Absolutely. They're going to you know give up some points that way. Well, how, how fired up do you think McNabb is going to be to get in here? Because the season's pretty much over. Do you think he's just going to come in and he go? He doesn't care. He doesn't care? Did you hear Joe uh, Banner today? Oh, go ahead. Well, let's talk about that because yeah, that's no, wait, huge. Wait, wait. He doesn't care, so let's go with that. I don't think that he uh, he's like, oh, I you know I got to light a little fire under my ass because I got to do really good this week and try to win because you know he'll still have that smirky smile on his face when he throws his three interceptions or whatever it's going to be. And he's just he's, he's hurt. The man's hurt. He's been hurt all year. 
And even if he does come and say, hey, listen, I'm all fired up to win. Yeah. Well, you're not the main cause of winning or losing. You already said you don't exactly. want to be the it's main. Exactly. You don't, you, don't you don't want that. It's not on me. It's your team's playing better then. Exactly. But, I mean, with Joe Banner saying, hey, Andy Reid's coming back and... Definitely McNabb. McNabb definitely they're both going to be here next year. Yep. Maybe he's going to be complacent. Just say, okay, let's go out, try the best we can. And like you said, give that sm- silly smirk. My, my bad. My bad. I, did I throw that interception in the end zone? My bad. He don't throw interceptions. He has the best interse- you know, interception ratio or whatever he has. Right. Next to Bubby Brister, whoever led the league before. <laughs> and the uh, it was funny because um, – Reed was asked, you know, what do you think in the press conference after the game? Like, what do you think? I think I was telling Davis, uh, Derek, this on Sunday. One of the questions was, what do you think, we, you know, what, what happened with um, – Feely? Or yeah, Feely. Feely. He's like, well, we got to stop throwing this to the other team. <laughs> yeah, though. That's a, that's a good point. Obviously. Yeah. I like that. And I was like, wow, he really took a shot at his own quarterback there. Yeah. A and, rare bit of honesty from Andy Reid. Oh. And I was like, he would never do that if McNabb did that. But no. McNabb, I don't think, has ever thrown four interceptions in a game either. So – but you I mean, what? he really was just really knocked them good. I Philly like, should yeah. be the number three quarterback now. So okay, you're, down. you're down on the the list. Cobb's number two. Anything happens, he's going in. You already seen what Philly's bringing to the table. Ints. Well, these are these are the same guys that said that we wanted AJ Philly to start last week, right? We all did. Yeah, because well, McNabb's hurt. I also said I wanted Cobb to start three weeks ago against Miami. Okay. I have no problem with Cobb. If we're expecting a seven and nine season. Not that we were expecting that at the beginning of the year, but when they were playing Miami, looking at the schedule that's coming up, New England, Seattle, the yeah. Giants, and Dallas, okay, well, they're not winning. They're not going to the playoffs. We know what Philly can do. Let's see what Cobb can do. Let's get some do you think if they lose this week, you'll see Cobb more and more in the next, for the last? I don't know. Cobb will not play this year. One and, that's it. They're saying McNabb's coming back. Yep. He said it today. Yeah. McNabb will be back. Reed will be back. Right. Joe yeah. Banner knows what's Cobb's up. just going to be sitting there. He's going to be pulling on Aaron Rodgers. Right. Just waiting, you know. Well, Aaron Rodgers has been waiting a little bit longer. Oh, yeah. A lot longer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. what I'm saying. He's just going to be sitting there. Yes. He's going he's gonna to be sitting there for at least this year. Well, when at McNabb gets hurt year. next year, I don't know what week it'll be. He better be the back. Exactly. Be the one that's what I'm talking yeah. about. But it feels he signed a three-year deal. I don't know if that means he – I'm sure they can cut him. Oh, yeah. I mean, they do that all the time. They sign right. these big contracts and then say, okay, you're cut. You January. get your signing yeah. bonus and get out. But is it yeah. – Real quick question for you guys. Has this been one weird-ass football season? Or- well, it totally has. has. We think the season sucks. Like, I mean, as an Eagles fan, we're like, they're looking horrible. When you look back at the scores, they're losing games by they, like four points they or whatever. They yeah. should have won the Green Bay game. They should have won yeah. the Chicago game. That's just two games to stick out in yeah. my mind right there. The Washington game, I mean. That was horrible. 16-6. Monday night game. Yeah, because you remember at the end of the second uh, period, it was penalty after – or right at the um, end of the first half, penalty after penalty – Instead of going for a short field goal, they go for that touchdown. The, yeah. Right. You know, goes to a 30-yard play. Free plays like that. Man, oh, man. What so, yeah, a it's a very weird year. Very weird. And and they go to Minnesota, who is red hot right now, and kick their ass. And it's There's not a team, I think, in the NFL that would have a hard time in the Metrodome right now. Yeah. They hold Peterson to, what, 75 yards? 70? Yeah. And that was when he yards. was fully healthy. Yeah, he just ran for 300 two weeks prior. Exactly. Bum-ass knee. Oh, yeah, I mean, back then. Wild wild stuff. I mean, it's just been a crazy season. It's almost over, if you can believe that. E-Money, I want to give you a quick shout-out. 10-3 and three in fantasy. That's I wanted to get, That was going to be my... Uh, that's awesome. My little end. That's because we never had our expert, air quotes, come back and talk about his team. Yeah, what's up? Well, what the hell's he... I wonder how I he's know. doing. Right. I well, know. I know he's like a fart in a wind. He right. just blew away. I know how my two yep. boys are doing here. 10-3. and three. Only double-digit victors today, this year. Wrapped up a or a, a division lead. That means they have a bye. First-round bye. So, we'll get I all mean, it's our money awesome back. for them. Not that I want to see these two win. Two people I do not want to see win. But you know what? They did it. They, <laughs> so they had a very good say, year. There are six people left in fantasy football. Yes. Right? Fry, McLeod, Sean Bennett, us. I'll tell you what. I don't know or how McLeod John, snuck Don. in there. Don and Jerry Costa, right? Yeah. And you're telling me you don't want to see us win? You'd rather have somebody else to No, I'm saying out of 14 people, I don't want to see you win. I don't want to see Tommy win. I don't want to see McLeod win. I want to see one person win me. Right. So, you're so not, you can't win, though. Now, all of a sudden, you're going to root for us now or what? Yeah, that's what I just said. I said. Okay. He clapped with us. Uh, I'm glad you guys did it. It's great. I don't want to. At the beginning of the year, I'm not saying, 
Derek and Evan are going to be ten and three. Go guys! No, no, no I'm talking all. now. They're, you oh, got to deal with that that list of six people. You're yeah. six teams, and you're not going to root for I us. I said it's great. You guys already have what's called already have a bye week, so that means you're guaranteed more money. I think it's also cool have that. Well, yeah, um, double those, digit wins is awesome in a 13, 13 week season. You got double digit. That is a one of the best feelings. You're like, oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh, and then we're, the two teams in our division that. One of, we're gonna have to play one of them, but it's Brady versus Manning in our league. So we we only gotta face Brady Brady or Manning. You want to face Manning because no next doubt. week Brady plays the Jets or oh, no. the Dolphins this or whatever. Is where Brady plays Pittsburgh, I'm I'm a huge Pittsburgh Dude, we're fan. All Pittsburgh fans yeah. this week. Yeah. Goodbye, Bennett. Come on, and hey. Sean Bennett's gotta go. Gotta go. So yeah, I'm wishing you guys the best of luck. That I that, 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 that uh that Tom Brady has propelled him into some crazy Ooh. things because his team is 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 very good. Don't get me wrong because, I mean, he's going to make the playoffs, but Brady was a major part of that. There's no doubt about right, just that. Just like Peterson was a major part of ours. So That's true. We can't we can't fight that. Adrian, Whoever has Adrian Peterson in fantasy has pretty much made the playoffs in their they league. They should have. Even though – is he still leading the league in rushing even though he was out for two weeks? He's got to be damn near close. I when you run so. 300 yards in a game, I know. you better have some good stats. You he's know? got mad, mad skills. Some of the cutbacks he had last week, unbelievable. He stops on a dime. And he looked pretty good steps. to me. Unbelievable. He's back at full speed. It's amazing. Okay, so let's move off the Eagles. Okay. And move on to Dave. The Flyers, Flyers report. Okay. Again, I mean, it's still the same thing. We're going to really start hitting the doldrums of the season. We got December. Before, it used to be cool because they would go on a West Coast swing. So during the holidays, you got to watch the late night games. But because of the whole... New schedule, they don't go out west that much, blah, blah, blah. It's going to be the same old thing, though. We're going to start watching some of the games. It's December, it's January, it's February. Yeah. These are the games where you don't remember. The beginning, yes, you have that high. The end, yes, you have, hey, let's get ready for the playoffs. we got to start doing well. Well, beating the Wild, put them back up top. I mean, right. that's, Oh, yeah, they're back you know, up. And that's, I mean, the Devils, the Rangers, 15 and the nine Flyers, or whatever have, they are. Yeah, they all have 15 wins. So and that's They're right there. I'm surprised about the Devils. I really thought the Devils were going to be shit in the bed this year. Right, they're playing a lot better. They play us tough, and that's what's going to happen. I mean, if those three teams are going to be fighting, okay, well, you got the three division leaders, or yeah, division leaders get one, two, and three. So if they're fighting with these guys the whole time, well, that means the highest you're going to get is four, five, or six now, right? Or four and five. I mean, and who knows what's going to happen with Buffalo? They're still playing well. But, hey, you got to enjoy it. You got some highs and lows. Danny Breer has some real good games, some really, you know, low games. They really got to start winning at home, though. That's what they got to do. That's the toughest. They have to start winning at home. And that's, do they blame it on being young? And when you're at home, like, hey, we really got to step up. We got to play good. And now you're just pressing too hard. Instead of taking that, like, last night, Coburn was coming up to the blue line. He shot from outside the blue line. You don't shoot from outside the blue line. He just dumped it on goal, went in the net. Goal number three, that gave the, the Flyers a two-goal lead. They won no problem. He was just dumping it in. When they're at home. Very textbook. Yeah, let's. I'm going to pass it over here. Try to, you know, we're going to go in for a breakaway. Are they doing that? Are they pressing too hard at home? Sometimes that's what happens. And that's what John Stevens got to say. Guys, listen, have fun. Go out and play. Mm-hmm. Enjoy. These guys are cheering for you no matter what. You know they how are. you're going to press them? There's some hardcores over right. there. Yeah, you're going to press them by winning. You don't have to worry about dazzling them. That comes naturally. So hopefully they can change it at home. If not, you know what? Then it's okay if they're a five seed or a six seed because they, they start away. You know, the playoffs <laughs> okay, come. There so there you go. They're going to be away and they're going to win. <laughs> but we'll talk about the playoffs. Well, that is early. Time. It is early. Yeah. yeah. And that's like I'm telling you, this is going to be the doldrums. I enjoy it. I'm watching it. And that's, you know what? I don't know if you guys noticed, NHL channel is no longer free. Are you serious? Yes. I wow. turned it on like last week. I'm going to tell you this last week. And it's like, you got to pay for it now. So it's now you have to pay to watch the Flyers? That's no, on, that's no. on uh, Comcast is no, free. Yeah, Comcast. that's on Comcast. They came out with their own channel. Okay. Like, I was watching, like, classic games. And then at night, they were always playing, like, the West Coast games. They were playing these 10 o'clock games. I got to watch a period or two before I went to bed. It was enjoyable. And I turned on, I guess it was the Kings game the other night. And it's like, not authorized. You know, you need to get it. I'm like, damn. Oh, all right. I guess that's going to be all of a bundle, you know, the NFL. The sports NHL, bundle, yeah. yeah. Well, that's what it's all about. But, you know, it's going to be cool. I get to still watch the Flyers in the versus game, whatever happened to be on. But D-Man as being just, you know, hey, what's going on with the team? This is when it's going to be tough for him. It's the same old, same old. They're going to start struggling. 
and now they got to fight through it. Speaking of struggling, what's going on with Ottawa? Yeah, they're having some problems. They're having some injuries. Seven seven game in a row? Yeah. And that's what's I love that. And that's what happens. The teams do do that. What you got to worry about, and again, this is when February starts. When these a team gets hot, that's the team that you got to worry about in the playoffs. That's what Carolina did the one year. Right. I mean, Anaheim last year, they were hot at the beginning and at the end. They did well. But that team catches fire, and next thing you know, it just builds, it snowballs. Have have the Phillies, um, excuse me, has the Flyers ever caught fire yet this year, though? I mean, they've, they've won two, and then they've lost two. They never had like a, they never, to, in my watching them, and they never really went crazy yet. No, they had a couple of nice spurts. Right. And they also have, like, when they have five games, they might go 3-1-1 one, and one, like they did, you know, two weeks ago. Yep. They have that, but they haven't put together this, you know, seven-game unbeaten streak. Nine game unbeaten streak, something like that. Yeah, that's going to be nice. And, you know, that has a lot to do with not winning at home. Right. But also, they haven't gone on a nine Losing game streak. Exactly. You know, where they haven't For won. Been, they have been, I guess, consistent, I yeah. guess. Consistently even. Right. You know, so, hey, I, yeah, I definitely want to see them. The defense started to, they needed to start scoring more, and they have been. But that's Mike Richards is starting to slow down some. Jeff Carter's starting to pull it up. Like, you're okay. having all so, these yeah, yeah, that's good. flows with these other players. Beer on. He started off great. He's starting to get a little shaky now. People are going to start screaming about playing Nidamaki more. He had a real good game last night. Mm-hmm. and but there, We I don't need any goalie yeah, controversy, exactly. though. There is none, right? No. No, definitely not. Beron's number one. one. And that's everybody has to realize that until after Christmas break, hopefully you won't hear that at all. But hopefully when Beron comes back tomorrow night, plays against the Avalanche, he wins 4-1. You know, plays a stellar game and just proves not that he has to prove he's number one. Just play like he does. Right. Uh, let me ask you a question though. Do you find that this Flyers report is going to be the same every yeah, week yeah. Oh, that's until right. the end of the, until the playoffs until well, February until, until February until the winners over All Star yeah. game so forth? When it, now they all come back and I've noticed this with hockey players they come back after the All Star game and go now it's time to get our shit together and All Star game is January twenty seventh. You know, right. right then. That's when February starts. Okay. It's February because February, March, they get they start playing every other day again. In you know thirty five games or thirty five days, they play like seventeen games, and they just start getting going. And that's when you start getting this momentum, and you say, "This is do or die time." Gotcha. This is when we're going in. Gotcha. I can see it being the kind of the same unless they they do go uh, you know zero and seven streak or they do do seven and zero streak right. or something like that. Once they go high or low, but once they win two and lose one and win one and lose two. It's going to be the same thing, unless it's someone got hurt or someone. And every season uh, has those, you know, a lot of wins and then a lot of losses. Right. And that, that's that's a that's a that's a hockey season for any any team. Yes. Because it's such a long season, a lot of games, a lot of games over a long period a long of period time. of time. Exactly. You're starting in October. What do you do? Three a week, two three games a week. Two three games, right? And yeah. that's what happens. I mean, during the holidays, it starts getting a little less. Right. They spread it out a little more, and then they pack it in at the end. Pack it up, pack it in. So, and that's, I mean, the only thing I really would like to talk about is just Riley Cote getting suspended. Fifth flyer getting Another suspended one. this year. What's yeah. up? That was a, a, that was a cheap hit, a dirty hit. Threw an elbow in someone's head. Deserved to get suspended. I mean, not saying before Randy Jones or Scott Hartnell, they didn't deserve to be suspended. Mr. Randy Jones. They were uh, finishing a check. Not saying Bergeron turned his back, but maybe right, he did. Exactly. You know, but. Riley Cote came skating down. He was going to lay a big hit on the guy. He threw his elbow in his head. Mm. Yes. That's some rough stuff. And that's when he got suspended, they actually brought in the first guy that got suspended by the Flyers. Hartnell, right? No, no, no. Oh. Uh, um, Downey. Oh, right. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Steve Downey got suspended for 20 games. He's the one who hit uh, Demon Cabinet. Yeah, that was the bad one. Yeah. That's he came off the skates and just tried to, like, decapitate, decapitate the guy. I know. Yeah. I don't even want to laugh about that because it really is is kind of crazy. Yeah. Interesting that you say decapitation, though, Dave. Uh-oh. As a transition here, I'm going to move to Billy King being fired. Finally! Later, Gator. Somebody had to be the poster child for this franchise and had to be cut to pieces, and it was Billy King, obviously. I liked how it was on. I mean, this is probably a total coincidence. Iverson scores 51 against the Lakers. You know? I don't think that was a coincidence, man. I honestly think that he heard about the firing and said, you know what? That whole franchise is in shambles. Yeah, look what you lost. Look what you lost. I'm still going to score 50, maybe even 60 yeah. points a game um, in a game, not a game. But he's gone, and Ed Stefanski, local boy, is in. That's he, what? He was University of Penn? Wharton School, business. Yeah. 
and he was a scout for a while, went to New Jersey Nets. They found out he was available. They called him on the phone. Literally, Billy King went to work on Monday and got fired on Friday and literally had all the confidence in the world from Ed Schneider, so he was told on Monday, and on Friday he was done. When yeah, what was that? I don't say I say Monday Friday. I mean okay. five days. Okay. So I'm not really sure the way the progression. But okay. you're right. He was fired earlier in this week. The thing I have to say about that is that he had to go. I don't give a shit how competent he was in his job, and I don't think he was competent. He wasn't at competent all. at all. Looking dude at his had, drafts, dude had the role. We need fresh blood in here. Your whole franchise is going to the toilet. You used to have you, you had sometimes twenty, thirty thousand people in that stadium in that arena to watch a basketball game in a regular season. Now you're lucky to get eight or nine or 10,000 people in there. Is that how bad it is? That bad? I believe it. They I say 8,000 tickets were sold, but there were 2,000 people show up. It is yeah. ab- abominable. There's probably more people watching uh, Providence down there tonight. Totally agree. But that's what we said last year when Clark got fired. You know what? King should be fired. Yeah, we've been talking to that for a while. Maybe they couldn't find the right candidate. Though. Right. Yeah. Maybe this dude is great. That's I was telling you money. I really don't know much about this guy. I heard uh, he likes going over to Europe and scouting these players, and you know that brings more blood into it. You start getting these outside shooters and all that. Right. Like I said, Stefanski is a local guy, and he spent some time talking with KYW about coming here and how huh. excited he is, so let's roll the tape. Joining us now is that new look in the front office, the new general manager of the Philadelphia 76ers, Ed Stefanski, is here. And Ed, this has got to be a dream come true for you. You're a Philly guy. You grew up watching the Sixers, I know, at the old convention hall. Is this the dream job if you put on your resume that you wanted? Oh, no doubt. I mean, you never thought it could occur, uh, but it's terrific. And I was in the uh, corridors uh, shaking some hands, and, and the fans are ready. They, they obviously want a, a good team, so I'm excited about tonight. You look at this team, and you know coming into a situation they struggled as of late. Is it going to be a full-year process when you evaluate everyone, players, and Coach Mo Cheeks as well? I think it will be less than a full-year evaluation time, hopefully. And uh, I can look at things, and work. we're going to work extremely hard. And if there's changes to be made, there will be changes. And, and you got to get a little lucky, but uh, we think we have some pieces to get involved in some trades or free agency. Welcome to the Sixers. Your first night, the team with the best record of basketball is in the Boston Celtics. And you, as someone who grew up a Sixer fan, is this the, even though it's a tough assignment, the perfect way for it to start? I hate those uniforms with those Celtics across there. That green, I hate that green. No, this is, you know, hey, listen, you're playing the best team in the league. That's okay. It's perfect. Philadelphia, Boston. Finally, you mentioned that bond you have as a Philadelphia person shaking hands with the fans. Do you think this fits, too? Because you can relate. You've been one of those people who sat in the stand. Oh, I'm one of those people. Believe me. After an Eagles loss, the Phillies and the 76ers, I'm one of them. And I and I understand it. And as I said to the fans I'm talking about, we will try everything and uh, see what happens. And thanks so much for joining us. We appreciate it. Look forward to talking to you again in the future. Thanks a lot. Ed Stefanski, new general manager of the 76ers, joins us here at the center. I'm Ed Bankin, KYW News Radio. So that's what I'm saying. He's he's in it to win it. He's excited, but we should be excited too. I'm excited. But we shouldn't be excited anytime soon. This no, team isn't no. going anywhere anytime soon. However, he's got free cap space at the end of the year. He's got money to spend. What was it like 12 mil? He's going to have a really good draft pick. Well, that's it. You got to see what's going to happen. Iguodala, I mean, he's saying we suck. He's that probably we suck as a team. Jesus. Do you Christ. keep Corver? You know, what's happening with uh, Andre Miller? Got to start moving these people, start making the right moves start making the right draft pick. The draft is what's yeah. killing these guys. You know, totally Billy King really made a not, big mis- really messed it up last year. He's not a good drafter at all. No. At all. I want to give you guys a sh- uh, look at the best and worst trades from Billy King. And here they are, the best. Let's go with the best first. We're positive. Start right off to the top. Yeah, that's yeah, we, it, man. We'd be positive. December 19th, 1997, acquired guard Aaron McKee, center Theo Ratliff, and a conditional first-round pick. From Detroit in exchange for guard Jerry Stackhouse and center Eric Montrose. Remember that clown? Oh my God! That was ninety-seven. Wow, it seems like such a longer time. February twenty-second, two thousand one, acquired center Dikembe Mutombo and forward Rashawn McLeod from Atlanta for Theo Ratliff, Tony Kukoc, Nazi Muhammad, and Pepe Sanchez. Remember Pepe Sanchez? Temple. Yeah, Pepe. Third one is January 19th, 1998. Acquired guard Eric Snow from Seattle for a second round. That was, that that was, was nice. Yeah, he picked your pocket one. on yeah. that one. That was a good one. Let's go with the worst. Okay, uh, There's got to be a ton. Well, there's only three. Okay, We could be here all night. It's right. top three. Acquired forward Glenn Robinson from Atlanta 
in a three-team deal in which the Sixers also obtained forward Mark Jackson and traded away forward Keith Van Horn. February 16, 2000, acquired forward Tony Kukoc from Chicago in a three-team deal that sent the, that saw the Sixers trade away forward Bruce Bowen and guard Larry Hughes. August 6, 2002, acquired forward Keith Van Horn and center Todd McCullough from New Jersey McCullough. in exchange for center Dikembe Matumbo. Well, I don't, did they get Van Horn and then get him back? I believe they got Van Horn and then got rid of him. Well, that's... So his best trade is the worst trade? Or no, there are two bad trades? He was involved in both bad it's trades. Both bad trades, yeah. When we traded him and when we got him. <laughs> that's great. Pretty bad. <laughs> that's pretty but bad. But that's I'm surprised. What's called? The Iverson trade's not in there. Well, I mean, Iverson, at least they got Andre Miller, right. who's running the point for him. But the Weber trade, because he came in here and mm-hmm. just shit the bed. Well, th- you can honorable mention acquired forward Chris Weber, forward Michael Bradley, and forward Matt Barnes from Sacramento for Kenny Thomas, Corliss Williamson. Oh, that dude was bad. And Brian Skinner. So I'll give you that one. Yeah, but they, it's not that bad of a get trade. Get rid of yeah. one. I mean, just get rid of one hump for the other hump. Right. Who knew Weber was going to be such a dick? Right. And then he went to Detroit after the, he left the Sixers. Said, "Hey, I want to play. Yeah, I want to play double double again. Yeah. So what a hump that prick Michigan fraud piece of shit is. Back to where we are, though. Can we call is them it, the uh, Fraud Five from now instead of the at, Fab Five? No, because, because <laughs> Jalen Rose, Jalen Rose is a good player, yeah. and Juwan Howard's a really good player. Uh, no, Jalen Rhodes, no, no. Probably, I think Jalen Rhodes is the best out of those. Yeah, and a lot of people yeah. when they were playing together said he was the yeah. best of the best. But hey, you know what? Good writings there, King. You know what? It's it's nice. It's going to be a fresh look for the whole squad for the next couple of years. That's good stuff. Later, dude. We, we needed we needed a, a whole refacing. Well, here. you know what? You guys want to hear tap, so we'll roll it for Billy King. Oh, there we go. Well, wait. You know, you may hear it next week, so I don't know. We'll hear it two weeks in a row. I like it. Hey, man. We're Merry Philly. Christmas. We're Philly fans. You can- <laughs> Two I, weeks in a row. Hopefully not. I agree. All right. Um, you feel good about the Sixers move? Yes. You, I, you know what? I'm glad Billy King's gone. Do you feel good about the money line? The I e- feel good. Yo, I want to uh, mention something about that um, the Billy King thing real quick. Okay. I was on the forums today, and on the on the uh, Sixers forum, Strong Side Blitz comes in and he goes, I just saw that Billy King got fired. It made my day. I was like, there we go, boy. Everybody's happy about it. A lot of people are happy about it. That's, you know, it's time. It's time. It's time for him to leave. It was time for him to leave two years ago, right? Because uh, we thought two weeks ago, didn't someone say it might have been Derek? I don't know what Billy King has on Schneider. Oh, we've been yeah, saying that. Yeah. You know, we've been saying that for six, eight months, two years. So. Um, before we go to the money line, are we doing fills or no? Oh yeah. Okay. I want to. Uh, that's a good point. Let's talk about the Phillies very quickly. Uh, they came back from Nashville saying that they need pitching. They didn't come back with any pitching. They did so, nothing. Um, there's this r- crazy rumor around going around with Eric Bernard from um, uh, Baltimore. Baltimore, yeah, that ain't happening. And no way. Todd Zalicki actually said they people were emailing him said like you know what it is when you get your sports from the Metro, the free paper <laughs> that they hand out in Philly that these people beg you to take. Yeah. Then you you must dismiss it as quickly as you read it. it was so, the Play Wikian said that. Uh, yeah, the Play Wikian. <laughs> Johannes coming, yeah. coming here. So, hey Dave, what was uh, what was one of Gillick's quotes about the pond? Or that's what? I was saying. Uh, there, he was talking, and the way that he made it sound, they said, "Okay, are you doing any big signing free agents?" And he goes, "Ah, uh, just like normal, you know, we won't make a big splash." And he goes, "Well, we'll make a big splash in a small pond." Right. So it sounds like he's giving a backhand slap to the organization, saying they're not letting me spend money like the rest of the, the big teams. I only can go out and get what I can get. That's not good. Totally. I want to uh, give a big shout-out to anybody who works for the Detroit Tigers that were able to get rid of Dontrell Willis and Miguel Cabrera from get. the— Oh, no. What? Get rid of them from the NL East. Okay. Oh, yeah. You said the yeah, thank no you. longer want to see those two clowns anymore. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But I do want to um, stress this real quick, based on what you're saying about making a splash in a small pond. On, Philly, on Sportscade, if you click the Philly section, you click the Inquirer, here's the top— Four headlines. Ready? Number one, Philly singing a sad song in Nashville. Number two, Philly's on verge of leaving unarmed. Number three, Tigers acquire Cabrera Willis from Marlins for six prospects. And number four, Jim Salisbury, Randolph hopes Mets learn from the epic collapse. And number five, baseball notes, LaRusso says he wants rolling back. So if the 
Phillies were such a hot topic, had any kind of news to break, mm-hmm. you wouldn't be hearing about the Mets. You wouldn't be mm-hmm. hearing about Roland. Cardinals. And Cabrera and Willis. So Tigers, yeah. It's literally the, the top two. You can go with those two. Singing a sad song in Nashville. You know, some some 18-year-old wrote that headline. I'm Loved sure, himself for it. And Philly's on the verge of leaving unarmed. Another another the, good one. That's The, the whole plan is. Get a get pitcher, a, then get a fucking pitcher. You what, know. They're going to go with what's called mass no. quantity. Just go mass quantity. We're not going to get anyone good. Let's put a bunch of people in there. We're going to see, see what's going to come out. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, they throw shit to, on the wall. Whatever what, stays up there is a masterpiece. That's, that's so, what they do every year. That's what they try. And they got a couple guys in the Rule 5 draft today. So we'll see what happens. I mean, we literally have to see what happens with the Phillies. You know, I don't want to hear a guilt bitch. It's his job yeah. to find a pitcher. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's already he's already panning off to the to the owners that he he can't get anything done. Man, I mean, that's just wrong. And Charlie Manuel's getting pissed too because yeah. he's getting he's got nothing. He's like, well, they said to him today, well, what's so different between this year's starting rotation and last year's starting rotation? He goes, well, uh, Freddie Garcia's gone. Adam Eaton's hurt. I got a rookie, Kyle Kenrick. You're in some deep trouble, man. Yeah. Jamie Moore is another year older. Yeah, so, uh, let's be realistic here. You know, I read this real quick. They're talking about Aaron Rowan. So they, you know, offered him salary arbitration. Right. Because if he gets signed, they get Two a first round draft pick and yeah. then and he's a, a tri- sandwich pick. He's what they call a triple A or a triple A prospect free- or, or not prospect. Yeah, but- triple A uh, free agent. So he'll, he'll get you those, at least a first rounder and a sandwich. So they go, well, why didn't you offer uh, Garcia that? You know, hopefully when he gets signed, he's going to, you know, you'll get that draft pick. And they go, well, we were worried that he would say, yes, say yes and take the twelve million dollars. Yeah, no doubt, that's exactly what yeah. happened to them with uh, Placido Polanco. Yeah, they didn't exactly. Think he was going to do it, and he did. Yeah. That was a mess, and they ended up with two second basemen and didn't know where to put anybody. So and they, had to get rid of Polanco. Terrible, terrible situation. So yeah, the Phillies still need pitching. They still need a third yeah, baseman. They got to figure out their outfield. Don't go for the easy win. Don't go for the cop Adam out. Eaton cop. Help, help us help you, homeboy. Give me something good. Tell me something good. Bow, bow. Do your job. Yeah. Do your job. This Do is it. the time when things get, this is the time when business happens, when things get done, when people get traded all the, every year. This is the time when things happen with baseball. Somebody's got to do their job. And Phillies haven't made a move. You got Brad Lidge, another closer. We need a rotation guy. Well, they're talking about pitching. We need pitching. We need pitching. And they haven't gotten a pitcher yet. So. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense to me. Doesn't They've been talking sense. about pitching for three years. Doesn't make any sense to me either, E-Money. But, but what does make sense to me, E-Money, is the money line. So, oh, every week it makes sense. You want to get prepared, E-Money? You, you got your rustles of the papers over there? Real quick, <laughs> a little quote from uh, the Enquirer. It makes dollars and cents. There we go. There we go. It's time. It's time. It's time. For the money line. Two out of three, I won. Two out of three. That's better I than fifty percent. The only one you lost was the reach around. That's right, yeah. the reach around. So yeah, so e money doesn't really mind losing the reach around because it is a reach around. So that's that's gonna, usually for us. It's a little it's tickle little, my fancy. It's a little tease, Louise. All right, e money. What do you got for us? Number one. Number one. Seattle minus seven. Arizona at Seattle. Big NFC West game this this week. This is huge. Um, but I think all the Pistons are firing for Seattle. We we saw them come in here this week, last week, and they did some things against the Eagles. Eagles didn't really have it, but it's a new week, and I like Seattle. The Cardinals are having, you know, they're having a major running game problem. Edron game, Edron James really hasn't done much all no, year we said that last since week. he left Indy. Yeah, I mean, he, exactly. I think you're right on that. He hit the nail on the head there. He hasn't really been able to perform like the Cardinals thought they could, right. and it's relying a lot on Kurt Warner now. To to uh, you know, it's not amazing that your team is relying on <laughs> Kurt, Kurt Warner. It is, but I guess when you're two weeks ago when you were throwing almost 500 <laughs> yards, it's okay to rely on him. Back to back MVPs for that cat, right? Yep. Yeah, that's amazing. But that's we were just saying that. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald and Bolden are both hurt now. Yeah, yeah, the two main receivers in the Cardinals are hurt, and uh, that's not that's Some not a good start. Brian Johnson's playing. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I, uh, you know, I don't know if one might be playing. It's still up in the air. Okay. Uh, but uh, I'm not sure which one it is either okay. because they're not saying. Exactly. Um, but look for Sean Alexander on the Seattle side to, you know, start getting into a groove. It was his first week back last week. Um, you got to start feeling more. He's going to start feeling more comfortable right. in that backfield. And uh, let's not forget about the Seahawks. I don't even know if you got – it's been a long season. Okay. Week two, Arizona, Arizona Seattle at Arizona. They, uh, Seattle lost by a one-second field goal, Ooh. 23-20. So I think Seattle's looking to get some major Payback. revenge. Payback. And uh, Arizona is banged up, and I think it's, it's a great pick. So what's the line? Seven. Seattle, minus seven over Arizona. That's pick number one. Yes. Right, can I just throw out a little uh, warning to Kurt Warner? Don't throw it to Tatupui. Yeah, catches yeah, the ball no a lot. Look over the linebackers. Yes. Beyond the linebackers and off your running back if he's a wide receiver. Throw, don't forget to look off the wide receiver. Don't throw down the scene. Dude, that is a great pick. I love that pick. Number two, E-Money. Let's bring it. My number two is San Diego. Pick them. Tennessee. Ooh, always Ooh. like a pick. Always like a pick. Now, it's a pick em as of Thursday of whatever time it is, but I think you'll you'll see a one-point schwang if you call the fry boy. Is this at, uh, it's at Tennessee? It's at Tennessee, and that's – this is going to be a really good game, and right. it's going to come down to a pick em because um, it's a tough one, but I have to go with San Diego. And the reason I have to go with San Diego is simply because they have more offensive weapons – than Tennessee yes. has. And they have more to lose than Tennessee has. If they lose... They're both 7-5. and five. Oh, they are both 7-5. Yeah. and five. This is a huge game. This yeah, is going to be a is. great game. That is a monster game. But they've also won six of their last eight games, too. And San Diego doesn't really win a lot on the road. They've had a lot of road game problems this year. But I, I really think they're going to come through this week. They're losing their hair? They, sorry? I thought you said they have road game problems. <laughs> that was horrible. So. Don't die, Dave. No, that's a great joke. Look, Dave can't even catch his breath. That's how, that's how good it was. <laughs> that is a good one. You know he does that. Look at him. He's good all job. red. Are you all right? Have a slug of your cool one. Are you all right? Yeah, are you all right? Yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> Go ahead, Emily. LT had an amazing game last week, like I predicted on the podcast yes. last week. Uh, 177 yards, rushing, unbelievable. Now, Rivers, of course, we all know, hasn't been – doing very well he hasn't been great this year but the addition of chris chambers um the acquisition from miami Miami. it's been unbelievable for him and he's he's really adding to the receiving threats they have so many receivers that he can throw the ball to and um i I really like san diego for a pick you like san diego as your number two pick yes but it's gonna be tough on the road man it is gonna be tough lendell whiteheart on tennessee yep is uh or what's that guy's worth? Hainsworth. He's back. Is he back? Okay. And that's the main goal. That's the main thing, too, because when he's not playing, they don't win. Right. Right. But he's playing, and he played last week, and he shut him down. He's playing this week because he had a major hamstring problem all year. But uh, I, I like San Diego just because I think they, they have – if they can keep Tennessee off the field and just control possession, they're going to destroy them. If they give the ball – to Ladanian, they will win. Exactly, just go. do that. Hey. I don't know why they don't do that. I totally agree with that. Hopefully, they learn. If, uh, yeah, if, hopefully Turner learned last week that that's what you have to do. I thought because Philip Rivers is having a lot of problems, and they figured out the Antonio Gates thing. Right, everybody's and locking down tight ends now. They're shutting them down. The linebackers are eyeing them up. Philip Rivers is Antonio Gates. They're like they love each other, but this whole Chris Chambers thing is is that's why I think it's going to be a good game. All right, all right, reach it, Ev. Reach yeah, let's around. hear this. Reach around. Okay, now, it is week 14, gentlemen, and I haven't done it all year. I'm going to do it to you guys tonight. Oh, you guys know what I'm talking about. Oh, okay. You guys you guys been itching for it. You've been itching for it. Itching for a scratch. The, uh, the input. The input. Here we go. Cleveland. Let's do E-Money's job for him, Dave. No, I already have the this answer. Is easy. This I already is easy, have the, I always have the answer. Okay. But I like to know the opinion. Cleveland, minus three of the Jets at Giants Stadium, and the over is 47. Okay. 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 Now, the question is, what do you bet? Do you bet the over? Do you bet the Cleveland? Do you bet the Jets? Talk to me. I, I bet. don't bet the Jets. I don't bet. I would never put a nickel on that shit team. Because they smell. They, right. they not only smell, <laughs> they're just a terrible, terrible team. Although, I think they were a little disrespected against the Miami thing last week when they were three-point dog. dogs. And they just said, fuck you, we're going to kick your ass. Yeah. And they did. Um. If I was going to bet that game, I would bet. I would take Cleveland straight. 
Give it minus seven. Minus three. No, three. Three. Oh, three, yeah. Yep. Definitely, I'd give Cleveland minus three. And I also think the over. Even though I don't do I don't do over unders well, in Well it's a reach around. So Yeah, but I don't do over unders in Giant Stadium in December. It, right, right. Is it gonna be windy? What's going on up right. there? You never know. Yeah. It's gonna be tough, but I say Cleveland minus three is the pick. E money, what do you say? Well, you guys have nip, nipped it on the bud, both of you. Um Cleveland minus three. I'll take Cleveland all day long. The that that Jets team is just an absolute wash. Yeah, they're not what they showed last week. Not at all. You're not going to get it this week. Um, Plus, Cleveland came back and they played their ass. Cleveland won that game. Yeah, right. What a terrible Got call. That, that is a bad call. If you're going to make the rule, then you live with the then, rule. Then, then there's a reason for the, the rule. fucking rule. They got, I mean, any day of the week that dude was pushed out. Any day of the week, Kellen Winslow, that's a touchdown. Yep. Except. Last Sunday. Whack. Wiggity whack. Believe it or not, the Cleave are fighting for a wild card. The Cleave? I do believe it. And um, just think they would have it locked up if they're in the NFC. Oh, they totally. See, that's crazy, isn't yeah. it? It's such a night and day over there. Unbelievable. I think they can handle the Jets this week. Um, Jamal Lewis looking very good against Arizona last week. I mean, he's going to even have a better day. You know, playing the Jets because they average, you know, giving up 140 yards on the on the ground a, a week. But see, now this is why the question was arose because I like the way you're thinking over there, Dave. The over is all good because Cleveland's defense, run defense, is absolutely horrible. And the Washington, uh, Leon Washington, and um, Thomas Jones, Thomas Jones, one two punch. Jones. See, they. They did the one-two punch last week, and it worked for right. them. So, speaking of Leon Washington, we picked him up for our fantasy <laughs> roster this week. Did you really? Yeah, that's great because he's he. On. Now, do we now does that work for special teams? Because he's no, unbelievable. No, 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 right? I didn't think so. But Thomas Jones is out of favor with the Jets. I think they're going to go Leon Washington for the rest of the year. He's cool. back up for us. We got hey, Adrian that's Peterson what you and Joseph Adai. He's a great pickup. Thank you very much. I also picked. So is that Russ Grossman? He's a yeah, great pickup. I picked pick him up, up today. And he busted his knee in half. <laughs> so uh, I I would have to go with Cleveland in this game, but I like the over two. So it's kind of like the one-two punch from the E money line here. I like the over, and I like Cleveland. You know what? We're going a little special this week. We're doing four picks. We're doing four picks. I think the over is going to hit quickly. Wow, a four picker. What's yeah. that? What's that after the reach run? Maybe that is a picker. Like a <laughs> like what do they call pick your that? butt? Yeah, I, I've done that. Awful, awful. All right, moving on. Parting shots. Dave, fire first. I don't know. I'm at a loss because my whole parting shot was talking about our playoffs. Uh, so let me just think. You can of still thank us again or give us some props. Mm, no, again. I'm not giving you any more props. <laughs> oh, come on. Double props? Definitely not. Well, I'll start that. Go ahead, you money. Tis the season for the holiday uh, Yuletide. That's the truth, man. My waistline has already told me that. I think that told you that about a year ago. Yeah, two years ago. <laughs> Christmas it, in 98. It fluctuates, yeah. fellas. Yeah, yeah 220 fluctuates. and 221. <laughs> oh. Oh. No one likes hearing that. Um, it is Yuletide time, and I just want to say that I'm I'm getting very sad now, even though it's a fun time, but football is winding down. The regular season is winding down. Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Issue, and then baseball. Woo! Ooh, that's a long time yes. from now. But uh, let's keep it going. I like week 14, 15, 16, and then we're going to do some playoffs. And um, Super Bowl is February 3rd this year. Rock on. So I like how it rolls into February there. So let's just keep on rocking with the football because I'm loving it. And I'm loving the BCS. I'm loving the college football. I'm loving it all. I love football. That's what I want to get to is the BCS. They really shit the bed this year. You got a team that's undefeated, not playing for a national championship. Unbelievable. If you have a Division One team, and I don't mean to step on your no, toes, but if you have a Division One team and they go undefeated and you tell them they're not competing for the national championship, then what more can they possibly do? Right. They'll never be able to complete for a national championship. But this happens all the time. No, it doesn't. It doesn't happen with undefeated teams all the time. I mean, last year with Boise State, but there was also does. other undefeated times. Right. Teams make that. No, you very rarely find one undefeated team who's not playing for the BCS championship. And you're literally telling these kids that they'll never be able to play for a national yeah. championship because they cannot do more than what they did. Yeah, you're out of the whack. You don't deserve to be in the limelight. Yeah. I I, I, I agree with you guys 100%, but the problem is that every year there's always a discrepancy, and now this year is this one. Well, but it never changes. Well, usually it's there might be three teams that are undefeated. Right. And one team gets left out, something like that. 
But the fact that a team that has two losses, I don't care if they're both in triple overtime, whoop de do, it's two losses. Yeah, it's, it's I agree, but I'm trying to figure out, like, are they going to change the system? No, of course tried. not. They tried so, changing it. They did this all BCS, and this isn't working. It's like beating a dead horse. It, it was only like one year in the last six years, and they actually got it right. And so. that's, I'm hope, hopefully, Colt Brennan wins the Heisman. You know, so they that'd get be great. He's not winning that. Right. It's not gonna oh happen, no! Again, because he's he's twelve hours removed from everybody. Nobody gets to watch him play. You got to stay up at midnight to watch him play. Right. I mean, he does have a ton of yards and a ton of TDs. But people aren't going to vote for him. Like you said, yeah, it's going to be uh, Tim Tebow down in Florida. First quarterback with 20 and 20, rushing pass. Yeah, well, he's unbelievable. Uh, Well, I think McFadden's unbelievable, too. I would like to see him win it. McFadden is unbelievable. So that's where you're at, parting shot? Parting shot, BCS. I mean, we don't talk. BCS blows or? BCS blows. Well, shit, that should be your parting shot every year. It blows every year. Exactly. It could be. It sucks. Just remind me next year. I will. All right. Um, I want to give my parting shot out to – Billy King and pretty much the class way that he's bowed out of this situation. He got fired. He didn't know he was getting fired. He was pretty much given last year the ability to put together a three-year plan for the Sixers team. I, Good I know job. you laugh, but real nice job. Well, no, you got to start somewhere and it's where you start is freeing up all this cap room, which he's done Draft. and where you start again. Well, if you let me finish, Ev, when you start, if you start again is by having your team finish with, Maybe double-digit wins, and the first digit of that double-digit is a one. <laughs> That's why we don't let you finish. Yeah, and then exactly. you move to a um a great draft, a really pick. good draft pick. So he didn't have an opportunity to finish his three-year plan because he doesn't have it. Shouldn't have an opportunity to finish his three-year plan. He shouldn't have had an opportunity to put the three-year plan in place. What happened was the Sixers couldn't find a candidate. Now they found a candidate. They hired him as quickly as they possibly could, and Billy King's reign is over. The, you know what this ends it too is the Larry Brown is, thing is over as well. Yes. And that pretty much seals the deal. Closure on the Larry Brown situation. Unless they bring Larry Brown back to coach, which I hope I does hope not, not happen. All right. Good night, everybody. Good night.